0: we ready for another straight now heck yeah Bring right.
1: it. right i'm ready to get straight talked <laughs> you get straight talked all the time reyna i know speaking of which after this we got to lift oh god
0: can't we just record podcast eat a little pizza drink a little soda and like gossip a little
1: first of all there's no such thing as a little pizza good point okay second of all no you have to lift All right, we ready? Yeah, welcome back to Straight Talk with Ina. I'm Ina Koppel. And I'm Raina Butler. And what are we going to be discussing today? Okay, so
0: today we got this podcast and this Straight Talk was inspired by our listeners. Thank you, listeners, for sending in your questions and your comments and DMing us. And this is really based on a question. So we're going to have a full podcast episode to talk about it. Because I'm actually going to ask you two questions here. And this is a two-part Straight Talk. One. How did you find starting strength? Hmm. And two, how do you get started with starting strength? Like, I know you don't just one day be like, hey, I'm barbell training. Mm-hmm. So could you tell us how mm-hmm. you found starting strength and how regular people, more like me, mm-hmm. not like you strong <clears throat> coach people, <laughs> yeah. get started with a starting strength method?
1: okay those are very good questions first question how did I find starting strength that's a very good question And I can't believe it's been this long already. My gosh. But um, when I opened up our gym, at the time it was Studio Ina. It was a fitness studio where we had awesome fitness classes and awesome members. And then um, it evolved into Woodmere Fitness Club once I did find starting strength. But um, I found starting strength because once I had become certified in all of the silly little fitness things like... TRX, And, you know, basically every time I try to learn a new skill or learn what the best way was to help my members get fit, it would always lead me down the road of like, here's this certification, come do this for a weekend and you will know how to do TRX and this is the best way to get strong because, you know, so like I wound up doing a lot of things like every certification spin sandbag TRX indoor row which by the way was the most useful Um, you know every time you try to learn a new gadget um, you have these conventions, fitness conventions, and you would go from room to room. And it would be a different person pushing a different product, and you're like, "Oh, this cool! This must be it." Oh, that's cool! This must be it. Oh, that's cool! This must be it. Hit workouts, this workout, Tabatas, and then I realized that all of them had one common denominator that was the limiting factor. And that was that in order to do all these things really well and benefit from them, you have to be strong. So I thought to myself, well, none of these things are actually making people strong, and most of the time when you had to challenge yourself more with TRX movements, for instance, or even dumbbell movements, you would have to either do more reps, which would make you excessively sore and not capable of uh, recovering, or you would have to do all sorts of circus tricks like on a BOSU ball or a stability ball, which we got very good at, Reina.
0: I, very- I do love the BOSU ball, not because
1: it does anything useful. Mm-hmm. I just like it. I it just like the way it looks. It's fun to bounce around on, but it was you know, breaking a lot of ankles, so we dumped it. Mm. Mm-hmm. But um, I noticed that in order for me to have my clients progress with any of these tools, no matter what tools it was that we used in the class, um, they weren't strong enough to do that. So I thought, well, let me get them strong first. And then, you know, I got all these certifications. We were really good at teaching everything that we had. And by, by saying really good, what I mean is that we were very successful and not hurting people with all of these tools. We integrated them in ways where it kept them entertained and they were involved and motivated in the fitness classes. And we would always, you would take out all sorts of tools and fit to the core, but it wasn't really making them overall progressively stronger. And as we started, as our clients started to age and get into their forties and fifties and sixties, because they were with us for two decades, um, their priorities changed. It wasn't just about fitting into a skirt because you could do that just by, you know, losing weight and altering your nutrition. But they had other issues to tackle like osteoporosis, um, you know, not, not breaking bones by, you know, they were becoming grandmothers. They wanted to become healthier. So the priorities changed and strength was, was really the common denominator for all of the things. And so I went in search of the best way to get strong. And, you know, I, you know, I messed around with CrossFit and I left after the first session, um, and then, you know, sandbags and all these things that claimed and kettlebells, kettlebells were going to make you strong. And Oh, yeah, that was hot. That, they really yeah. had a moment. Swing that around, you know, you know, so everything from boxing on. I mean, I'd done all of it. And um, and I started to, you know, teach a lot using my body. And I was constantly sustaining all of these very small injuries, these little chronic problems. You know, I was in chronic pain. I was getting all these little injuries and I'm like, "My god, every time I push myself to get stronger, I wind up hurting myself and I don't want that to happen to my members, so let me find a way to get strong." And um I start, you know, I signed up for places that were training athletes and I saw them using barbells and I thought, "Well, that's really cool, but I'm scared to bring that to my members unless I know how to properly use it." And um I trained at locations where I would get hurt using barbells because they didn't have the right method for how to use them. And so in search of actually healing myself, because at that point I was no longer looking for, hey, how do you get stronger? At that point I was looking for, hey, how do I find a way to make myself move better and feel better doing it so I can stop being in pain, um, I came across starting strength. So um, coach Nick and I, uh, Nick D'Agostino and I, um, he attended the starting strength seminar and he was like, you know, you got to try this out. It's amazing. And I went to the seminar. We both fell in love with it. And we both immediately started practicing the starting strength method with our clients in studio Ina. So we weren't coaches yet but we started practicing it with our with our clients. But um, I remember walking into my first seminar and being really intimidated and um, hoping to God that this was the answer because that was going to be my last try. I had been to every certification. And the funny thing is they really weren't, they weren't selling the certification. Every other place I walked into uh, boasted a certification. Starting strength was just trying to educate. That's really funny that you say that, because I've also been
0: through every single certification. I remember when we were finished with the gym and we were throwing out our files my file was so thick because I had every fitness certification like under the sun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ridiculous. It was a good journey. It was a good journey. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. I don't mm-hmm. recommend it. How much money <laughs> do you think I spent? <laughs> 20 grand? Shh,
1: <laughs> don't tell your husband.
0: We're not going to tell my husband. I probably spend more on certifications than I did yeah. in grad school. And traveling
1: to them and stuff.
0: But it's true. I In one summer, I took CrossFit, mm-hmm. CrossFit kids, mm-hmm. and starting strength all in one summer. Cool. And you are so right starting strength is the only one that doesn't want to
1: sell you on something. Yeah, you are not going to walk out being a coach after a weekend, and that's the first thing that they told you. And everyone else boasts that you'll be a coach, just pay oh, them. Oh yeah,
0: I was yeah. a full-on CrossFit coach. after I would never
1: days. done CrossFit before that. Mm-hmm. But
0: after that weekend, I mean, me and Rich Froning, same thing.
1: Hmm. Yeah. It's. It's. It was. It was really. It was really an awakening. Like I, I'll never forget it. I remember sitting at the seminar Friday night, and Mark Ripito, I was fortunate enough um, back in you know 2012, 2013, which seems like a lifetime ago. Um, listening to him lecture, he would do a lot of the lectures back then, and um, he opened up on why strength is important, and the word why. Was really what attracted me. You know, they were explaining why we do things the way we do, and this isn't like their way of doing it. This is just the way the body works. This is physics. This is science and biomechanics. And it it just started to make sense. They also explained it to me. You know, and I didn't have a background. I didn't go to school for this. I didn't have a background in this. And uh, they were able to teach it to us so that we could understand it. And, and it was a very open discussion. And it hit me like I had found the thing. And as as happy I was that I found it, by the end of the seminar, I'm like, oh shit, I've got to change everything about my business because now I know the truth and I can't hide the truth from my clients. But they weren't ready for it. They were not ready. But
0: I will attest to the fact that you came home from this weekend, as I call it, the Enlightenment. Yeah. Yeah. The enlightenment of starting strength, <laughs> and you changed everything.
1: I sure as hell did right away. I was like, "We're ordering this. We're breaking down walls. We're S- start doing this. You're yeah. starting to lift. Get these shoes." I go, "What <laughs> shoes?
0: Yeah, don't worry, you'll like them. Get the shoes. <laughs> They're two hundred dollars." I'm like, "Oh, I get to buy
1: shoes. I'll follow this method." First thing is, my whole team started lifting. You know, and and I found starting strength, and um, I went. Back to back seminars, I couldn't get enough of it. And then, you know, the more I, the more I went to seminars, the more I realized I didn't know, and I really had to self educate. Um, back then, we didn't have the advantage, you know. Technology changes so quickly year to year, um, and I didn't have the advantage of, you know, the online courses they have now, that the prep course they have now, which is incredible but it's a very supportive community. So when I had a question, I could reach out to a coach. And when I had a question about how to change my gym uh, over to the starting strength model, you know, I had people that would advise me, Mark Ripito and his team, Ask Art Company, amazing people. So they really helped me build it up. But I uh, I remember finding it and that was, that was a very long road to becoming a coach, but I never gave up because I knew it was the truth. And... Um, I, it just it's still it still is a big driving force in my life and it's something that I can lean on um, not just the people in the support system but the barbell itself has kept me sane through this whole process that's really awesome that's really cool now can you tell us
0: so let's say a regular person I'm always going to say female because that's how okay. I think because mm-hmm. we got moms listening we got moms listening females are males how do you get started in barbell training? Like you already were in the fitness industry, you already had an idea in your head of why you were gonna do this and what the driving force was, but just a regular, as I call them, Joe Schmo off the street, How are? The, what's the best way for them to get started with barbell training?
1: Well, you know, now that we're in the COVID era, things are more challenging because in many places gyms are closed or people are too afraid to go to the gym. So it is much more challenging to get started now also because you would have to have your own home gym. Um, If you can get to a gym... The best thing to do is to find a starting strength coach. You can go on startingstrength.com and we have a coaching directory and you can look up uh, a coach. And if they're working at a gym, you can contact them through the directory and get started there. If you can't get to a gym and you have a home set up, you can go on startingstrength.com and look at their online coaching directory and they have coaches that uh, will take care of you online. Um, If you're not going to take any of those options, the first thing you do is you go on Amazon and you buy the blue starting strength book and you start reading it. And then you have to go and find um, online, find barbells and plates and build your own home gym. But you can start with some light plates and some light bars and freestanding rack. But it's we already learned that it's worth building your own home gym, even if it's a small setup. Like not everyone can afford it, and so some of you might have to pool money together and you know build a little group training area in someone's gym. But we know now that gyms are at risk for closing all the time, so you have to you know really be independent here and set yourself up. And you know even if you start with just a bar on the floor and a deadlift mat, you know you're good. But the way you start is you get the blue book and you read it. And Starting Strength also has a very dense YouTube channel with tons of how-tos. So, I would look those up. And that's what I did when I was getting started. And set yourself up. Um, and you can even practice based on the videos on the book. You can start training yourself. And the programming is there also. And Starting Strength has a very uh, really, really beautiful forum full of tons of content and they have a Facebook group. So you can go into any of those things and get free resources and free help. So if you can't get a coach online or you can't get a coach you know, in person, you can certainly get a lot of support posting your lifts in the Facebook group. But you've got to, you got to really become self-sufficient. You know, you can go to a seminar after you've been training on your own and attending a starting strength seminar is worth it. I recommend it to everyone. In fact, the other day I told someone, well, if you're going on vacation, center it around a seminar. And they're like, what?
0: Okay, I'm not sure a seminar is like a vacation. I've personally done the seminar. Uh, it's not a vacation. It's an excellent weekend. You will learn a lot. Yeah. But it is not a vacation. <laughs> and my I was a vacation. Even, <laughs> like trying to be a starting strength coach. I was just there to learn. Yeah. And let me tell you, did I get an education? You sure did. It was. It was fun, but it wasn't so, a vacation.
1: Yeah, so I think that the way to get started is buy the book, start watching the videos, set yourself up at home. If you can get to a starting strength gym, um, if you can get to a coach who is renting space in a gym or has their own setup, you know that's great. You can also do an intro session with a coach and then go off on your own and then stay virtual with them. So there's, there's a ton of resources and a ton of options and you can get it all on their website. Um, but what you do... Is you start and you start at lightweight, and you go through the linear progression on your own. You know, you you start with the program. Okay, I love the
0: idea of becoming self-sufficient. Just like in general, forget COVID. Mm-hmm. Like enough with these gyms. Yeah, just it, like forget COVID. I, I probably, unless it's like a dancing gym, <sighs> like a studio to dance in, I probably will never go into another gym. For it's just nothing to do mm-hmm. with. Oh my gosh, who's, are we
1: getting a call? Who's that again?
0: I mean, it was last time I was Rip, but oh, caller ID, it's Joe Rogan. He wants to be a guest on our show.
1: <laughs> How about Rip and Joe Rogan? That would be
0: very exciting. God,
1: I wish Joe would have Rip on.
0: I would say I would not be a fly on the wall, but like I see, if you really are a fly, these flies are getting smart. They're like, I'm not going to be on the wall. I'm going right on someone's head. <laughs> They're like the wall. Uh-uh. That's for regular. Oh, that's God. for basic bitch flies. The real flies are not like getting in it's on. Could be in the heads. debate.
1: <laughs> Anyway, so, um, you know, I think that finding a starting strength gym is like finding a gem because you're going to get, you know, the real deal. And that's the, that's the ideal way to handle this. And getting in front of a starting strength coach anywhere is the ideal. And if you can't um, do it all the time, you can certainly sign up for an intro session. A lot of coaches are seeing people, you know, in, in an environment where they feel comfortable, whether outside their garage or outside the gym or the gym doors are open, whatever makes you feel more comfortable. But in general, um, getting in front of a coach, having them guide you even for an intro session and then coming in for just check-ins is a good way to go. We used to have people that would travel from all over to come do intro sessions with us at the gym. They trained on their own. And uh, of course, they didn't have every all the equipment they needed. Sometimes it takes time to get that equipment. And I've noticed that now um, a lot of clients that I help out are, you know, getting together with their friends and pooling for equipment because equipment's hard to get. And sometimes they pool equipment together and it's expensive. So um, it's definitely worth being autonomous. But the way to get started is to get the blue book and to go online and start consuming content and practicing on your own and time to go through your linear, start linear. So for people who
0: are a little nervous and I know that's a lot of times, like when you look at starting strength people and I went through this, you always see because it's the Instagram world of course and the mm-hmm. internet world, you always see people like deadlifting 300 pounds or pressing 250. <laughs> like that's the the perception. Mm-hmm. So can you like debunk that myth for us and just what is someone day one walking into starting strength gym or mm-hmm. meeting with their coach? What can they expect?
1: yeah, I, that's that's a very good point, you know, and we we always used to tell our lifters, like just, post yourself now when you're learning so you can show other people. That's the beauty of social media is that people are watching and sometimes people want to reach out, but they're afraid. Show them the light weights. That's why Raina and I post our weights when they're light, when we're practicing, because that's the reality. And everybody would always say to me, you know, I don't want to do that. It's so light. I'm going to wait till I lift a head. I'm like, it's all, you know, relative to who you are, where you're at, your age. I mean, my training goes up and down all the time for different reasons. My my dog died. I had just been making progress. Well, everything went in the shitter after that. And I still haven't been back since Elliot died. So, you know, you just don't know when you see me and you see the weight on the bar, what I'm coming back from. And so when you look at somebody and they're lifting a lot of weight, you don't have to think that that's going to be where you will get started. That will absolutely not be where you get started unless you're already a strong dude Um You know, and we can work up to a few hundred pounds. But for the most part, you start with body weight. You start with an empty bar, and then they add weight to the bar based on how your you know how your technique looks. If you're technically sound, you add a little bit more weight, maybe taking ten pound jumps, five pound jumps. You know, but this is really this this whole model is based on incremental increases. And we are known for using micro loading, which are micro plates, which. You know what, Rip? Really? I mean, if you want to have the discussion on the podcast, just let me know and we'll call in. We're so popular. I know. Come on, Rip. So um, we microload our lifts, which means we use fractional plates. And so you can take small jumps up until a quarter pound like you can take one pound jumps two pound jumps and that's the beauty of using a barbell is that it can be loaded with small plates as well as big plates but micro loading allows us to take smaller jumps and to make progress for longer and so that really sets the tone for what we're going for we're going for long term progress we're looking for you to adapt over a long period of time we're not looking for you to make these big jumps and do what you everything you've got in the tank on the first set, you're going to hit a wall. Our goal is so that you can get strong over a long period of time, giving your body time to adapt, taking jumps that are necessary to, to make progress for, you know, up to 12 weeks, ideally. I've had some lifters go 19 weeks um, without making changes. It's really a lot of it is based on your ability to recover from workout to workout. As much as we focus on programming and we focus on the movements, we put equal attention into your recovery. And until I became a starting strength coach, And I started using this method for myself. Recovery was never a focus. Nobody who ever coached me discussed recovery. Um, They never made that emphasis. And I think that it was the biggest mistake. I never, no one ever told me to sleep more. No one ever told me to eat more. I mean, yeah, they would say in general, you're too skinny or you're whatever. But they didn't explain to me how the body works, how the program works, what volume is, what intensity is, what, you know, what is catabolic for the body? What you're looking for? What symptoms of overtraining do you want to avoid? You know, I'm I'm so particular with my lifters. The lifters that listen to me and pay attention to their recovery always make the longest progress. The ones that fool around, right away experience soreness and hit a wall. Um, so recovery is, is a big factor for the starting strength model. And um, when you start your program, you're going to have more attention to your sleep, your nutrition. And we're not talking about deprivation. We're talking about feeding the athletics of lifting we're feeding athletics and that's different than depriving for fat loss you know it's a completely different approach you're now an athlete athletes train they don't just exercise well athletes should train but you know it's a different topic Another straight talk. That's we got lots of episodes to come. That's right, yeah. So, you know, when you're new to this, it's normal to feel like, oh, I see all these people lifting heavy. Remember, a lot of times coaches and people who are showing their lifts are posting it there for their coach to see. Or because it's really a community. You know, when when I see someone lifting, I don't always look at the weight on the bar that impresses me. It's the technique that impresses me. And when I see that, you know, I have some online clients who will post their lifts, And they're posting them there to be part of the community that's a starting strength community. And, you know, it's under the hashtag. And we all sort of give each other shout outs and we, you know, Hell, I mean, it's fun to watch someone set a 65-pound PR as much as it is to set a 500-pound PR. Why? Because how do you know that person with 65 pounds hasn't come so far? Like, I had a person that went from wheelchair to walking. You know, her PR was 65 pounds. People would think I'm crazy for cheering for that, but hell, she wasn't even walking when we started. So everything is really relative to, you know, where you start, and and that's really what the method is about. It's about starting where you're at in your fitness level and then taking incremental increases three times a week, making sure you're paying attention to recovery so that you can make progress for the longest that you can, so you can stay your healthiest. So, you know, when I when I found that in starting strength and it made sense and it worked. It worked. I've never felt better. To this day, I've never felt better.
0: I love that. That you you just I think you brought us down to earth with that explanation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Instead of, you know, oh sure, everybody wants to have a big PR quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know. For me, deadlifting 250 pounds, wow, that was like everything for me. But you're right. It's the little victories. Mm -hmm. Just getting under the bar, Mm -hmm. incremental loading. Yep riding that program out for as long as you can and yep. that's where the successes are. Yeah,
1: I've, I've cheered myself you know, after making <laughs> one pound progress on a press that was stuck for two years. I'm like, holy shit, like even you stop sometimes you're like, go you know. I'm like, like 10 minutes to lock out like a 71 pound press. Well hell, I've had a shoulder impingement for two years. It's nice to finally make progress, you know but that's what the method allows you to do. The focus of the method is health strength, health through strength. And, and that is what I love. And had I been able to give that to all of my members, then all the TRX, sandbag, dancing, jumping, all that stuff would have been safer. It would have been more effective as a fat loss tool. It would have worked better for everyone had they had a foundation of strength and, you know, not everybody took to it. And so therefore, you know, and we live in an aesthetics world so people judge themselves by how they look not but how they you know feel what the best part is
0: it ain't over
1: yeah no it ain't over
0: they still have a chance
1: yeah yeah well let me tell you something a lot of the people who really stayed in touch with me and who are still you know working with me are are mostly lifters because once you discover it and you find it as true it's like god You know, how I can't give this up. I need this to stay well. And more than ever, especially during this time where people are afraid of being sick, when you have confidence in your body, you know, like I told everyone, like, I'm not afraid of COVID. I'm not afraid of being sick because I know what my body is capable of doing. And I know that I'm strong enough and healthy enough to get this, recover and move on. I'm more worried, you know, for practical things for my kids or life or politics or all that kind of junk. Um, but really, starting strength gave me a foundation not just in physical, you know, strength and, and confidence and wellness, but mental also. And that has been the most important thing for me now is to stay mentally strong and you know, stable.
0: You know, Dina? you're the real deal.
1: You know why I do starting strength method? Why?
0: Cause it makes me look good. <laughs> With the least amount of work. With the least amount of work. Like that's what? fine. I, you know what? I'm, but I'm looking at you like. She's the real deal. You deserve to be a coach, and I deserve to be a trainee because I show up three days a week, so I can look good. Yes, that's
1: true, and that's and important. Eat all the junk food that I want. Okay. This has been this has truly been a test of oh, eat all the junk, junk food. Test. <laughs> oh yes. Been-
0: because uh, I can't really remember the last time I ate like a solidly nutritious meal yeah. without like M&Ms before and
1: after. I told Raina that like, you know, soon I'll be putting her like on a on a better diet and she's like, oh, I don't want to count calories. I'm like, no, no, no. We're going to have to start incorporating some vegetables and more protein because I want to drive this program. Like for me, everything is, I want to drive our program harder. I want to really focus in on getting stronger because there's so many other benefits that come with that, you know? There's so many other benefits that come with driving towards a goal of becoming stronger you sleep better eat better feel better you concentrate more on the skillet at hand your you goals better. change you look great you look great
0: i mean listen mm-hmm. isn't that why most people show up anyways?
1: yeah i mean the <laughs> truth is like when my coach you know i used to have i've had a number of coaches over the years who have helped me with programming and they're like you know what's your goal and i'm like true goal or like idealistic goal and they're like true goal i'm like i don't want my ass to sag fair 50 years old I don't want my ass to sag like you're 50
0: and you have like most people I know at your age already have had a lot of plastic surgery Jeez. we live in New York so it's like <laughs> yeah, that's regular that's true and you have had nothing and you mm-hmm. still look really good it's almost a little disgusting
1: thanks but my ass doesn't sag and so the program's working
0: <laughs> so you know it's start shout out starting strength <laughs> Nina does it because she believes in it I do it because it makes me look good so I guess that makes me a believer yeah
1: yeah hey, it doesn't matter. Listen, we we all want to look good, okay? And that's why we exercise, but... This, this is has a whole new meaning, you know? But if if you're looking to start and, and you hear about us raving about it, talking about it, here's what I suggest. Go on the Starting Strength website, startingstrength.com. Go on there, check out their online coaches, look at their content, buy the book, join the community on Facebook. People are very supportive. And, you know, start to do the thing yourself. Do what you can. Get your equipment, get to a coach, get to a gym, get started. Because you, you won't be disappointed. And, and that's one product in my life that I can really promote wholeheartedly that I know works. And I know everybody involved in it has greatest integrity in their job. Get started, get the book, join the online community and reach out to us here on Instagram. I'm happy I answer questions all the time. I also have my own Instagram, Ina Koppel. And you can reach out anytime with questions. We're happy to help.
0: this is great I think we did good today you you did a really good job I I feel like we got it straight but not too straight today like sometimes she's really straight where it's like a punch in the face
1: (laughs) today was like we were just honest you you did good today (laughs) on the straight talk thanks Rena. thanks I really hope more people take to it Um, it always makes me sad when people give up because things are hard but life is hard so get strong Right, and reach out.
0: We're so happy to answer all your questions. We answer questions all the time. Absolutely. Like, Ina talks to people about their lifting. I tell people, like, the best places to get leggings and sneakers. And we're going to answer those questions in the next podcast, actually. That's fine. That's
1: fair. Good. Life is hard. Get strong. It's a good message. That is a good message. I like that. We're going to end on that. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can find us at Iron Moms USA on Instagram. We look forward to hearing from you guys. Thanks. Bye.